thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you for having me, man. Yeah, no problem at all. So before we get started, how are you guys doing with COVID in your area right now? Because I know that's that's putting the pressure on a lot of people. Well, it's been uh, it's been a few crazy months, actually about a year, like everybody. Uh, but um, in the last month or so, we're in the curfew mode. So at 8 p.m. each night, we can go outside. Well, basically everything is closed everywhere, and we must uh, wear masks everywhere and must work uh, all by ourselves in our apartments. Just can't go to work at all. But we had uh, the opportunity actually to to put on the shows and create videos for the festival. So that at least we got that. For those who might not know, like our listeners, with uh, Off Festival, could you tell us uh, what it's all about? Yeah, well, um, f- off or f- off in French. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, uh, like, I was like, man, how am I going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of, uh, yeah, in, in English, it's kind of weird sounding, I know. Yeah, but, uh, I, I was like, it, I know exactly what he's, what he's doing here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you, you know, it means... Uh, You'd, you'd spell it like seal off here, mm-hmm. uh, but um, basically uh, it doesn't mean the same thing. Here it's more a, it's more a way of thinking, like, like you know what, we're going to do what we want to do. It's more of a letting go thing. It's not an insult or anything, so it's not the same, uh, not, not the same th- thinking and uh, meaning at all here. But uh, we we thought that the little uh, twist with the words were was uh, were funny, so that's why yeah. <laughs> that's why it's called like that. <laughs> For sure, uh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the, this festival started six years ago. Uh, first edition was in 2015. Uh, it started out with a uh, one evening uh, as an off festival. Uh, Uh, each year, for the last maybe 30 years, there's a, a conference, a music conference. Oh, well, not not a music conference, but a, a an art conference that uh, brings all the um, the venues that put on music shows, uh, um, dance shows, uh, circus, uh, theater, all different arts that are living arts. You know, each year. We have a we have this conference in Quebec City, and uh, I had a I was uh, in a band called Ever More Than Less, and we were in a, in a punk scene, the 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 hardcore scene, and we we wa- wonder why all our friends that were touring the world were not represented in our French Quebec industry, and we were like, there's something wrong about that. So we've decided to put on a show uh, at the place that was called Le Folk. So that's where the off was born, you know. It was an off night for a conference uh, in a place called Le Folk. So um, that's what happens. So and, there, uh, there it is. There's the setup. Yeah, and, and that's that's why we we started it, actually. We wanted to, to put on... Uh, great artists. Like we wanted to 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 make 
um, artists that were unknown here in Quebec, uh, but were known elsewhere or were creating great art that was not represented in our industry here. Uh, we wanted to make them grow, actually, and be part of, like, actually, we wanted to create an, an opportunity for them to to be uh, seen by people in, in the industry. And what uh, happened the first year, actually, is that, like, for example, I was, I was managing a band called Sun Vice. That's why I started it in the first place. And um, that band, like, after the, that showcase that we did, uh, literally blown. Like, it, uh, we we've opened for Megadeth after that, and, like, everybody just kind of jumped on that band after the first edition. So it became quite popular really quick because uh, all the industry people and all the musicians knew that we knew how to, how to attract like the big uh, festival uh, programmers and all the venues that were, were, that could let bands tour in in Quebec throughout the years we decided to to expand the the, the music genres um, the communities that we're working with uh, we want to create bridges between the different areas in Canada between specifically between the the English and the French part like w why why is there any cleavage there they, it, it it's not it's not supposed to be like that in the music business you know and it, the language is music it's not it's not French or English so that that's uh, what we think uh, it should be and we're working uh, um, to, to to create bridges actually and and create uh, open mindedness about music that isn't mainstream right now. So yeah. That's basically the, the, the point of the festival. So we, we kind of, we kind of became, um, without knowing it, we kind of became a music curator, curators for, for people in the music business. So that's basically it. That's awesome. Like it, well said. Can't really put it much better than that. <laughs> <laughs> well, after that many, like it's been like, Six years now. It's the seventh edition that we're putting on right now, and it it grows so fast, man. Like we're get, we're a bunch of punks and artists that just kind of decided to, to create and not accept all the, the the breaks that we were the problems that we were put, we were facing. Instead of uh, of being stuck in the mud, we it, it kind of exploded by itself because I think everybody was ready for that. You know, and like people love to be finally free. Uh, I think that the, the brand, the name of <laughs> feels like it too. Like, let, let's, let's be free. You know, you know what? Fuck off. That's, yeah, there <laughs> that, <is>. that's, <laughs> sorry for the words, but. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> don't you worry. <laughs> um, so, I mean, that opens up such a, such a great because like nobody can go to a festival right now, which is, you know, the the reality. So these bands that like, I mean, to be honest, I I wasn't familiar with a lot of them when I read the poster, and you're giving them a platform on this live stream to showcase pretty much what they've got. So with this festival, is that kind of the 
a big main focus is to showcase bands that maybe nobody's seen before? Exactly. Actually, we want to we want to showcase artists or music genres or or different scenes throughout Quebec or Canada or even elsewhere in in the world that nobody ever heard of. Uh, basically, that's our total point. So, for example, we have a, a partnership with uh, Catalonia right now. We're going to present six artists that are up and coming from Barcelona. So, uh, these are artists that I bet you'd never heard of before. Yeah. And, uh, and I guarantee you that they are going to be the next big thing, you know? So that's the, that's the, what's cool about the festival. If you want to know what's going to be great in five years or two years, you want to be the first to know that band or that artist. If you come to the stuff, you're going to actually learn about them and love them before everybody else. So. Yeah, yeah, which I think is, is super cool. It's a, it's a great idea. Like I said, we showcase artists for the, for the public. But uh, it's a it's a music conference at the same time, so we also showcase and question different things in our industry or in our scene. So, like for example, we explore the diversity question about uh, why why is there so is there not that many diversity in the music uh, for the radio, the, the commercial radios, for example. What are the the problems that the radios uh, have for um, presenting these artists. Uh, what are the real reasons? What uh, what could we do to help them have more diversity? Like, why why is isn't there more electronic music on the radio, for example? Or um, like all these questions are uh, are, are going to be asked. Um, we we work on the diversity in the in our industry too, like. Um, the, the like the queer question and all these uh, these questions about um, the sexual identity of the the artists and the the people in the scene. Sometimes it's only the it's even though about the the public. Like some artists attract uh, like a a scene of queer people, and then if we match two artists that uh, has not the same scene. We we um, we see that there's like problems begins in in the in the venue because like the two communities uh, confront themselves in the in the show. So we're we're asking all these questions throughout the the conference. Actually, we we work to to build a new industry. Actually, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, and uh, like that, yeah. there's like that that age old question. It's like yeah, why don't you play any of these bands on the radio? And then, and then, of course, the radio people are like, well, why, if they're so awesome, why aren't they tearing up the charts? And it's like, because you don't play them. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, uh, it's a catch-22, right? You just can't... <laughs> if you love punk rock and you never spin punk rock, well, you're, like, punk rockers are never going to listen to radio, and radio is always going to say that punk rockers doesn't listen want to listen to radio so they won't spin radio don't rock in the radio so like it's always the same <laughs> the same thing um it's been like that for all like forever so yeah 
Yeah, pretty much. Well, listen, man, I'm trying to do my part over on this end of the country, so. <laughs> you know, we, we appreciate your effort, man. Oh. And we need people like you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, sitting in his basement <laughs> with a mattress over his head. <laughs> um, so how did you get into booking festivals? Because that can be kind of a daunting task when you're first starting. Well, honestly, uh, I never thought in, uh, I would do that in my whole life, actually. I, like I said earlier, I, I started being a, an artist. I was a drummer in a punk metal band um, for uh, maybe 18 years. We toured a lot uh, throughout the country and in Europe. Made a bunch of festivals, uh, tons of shows, and... Uh, like slowly but surely, I just kind of ended up working on different festivals as as a, a tech guy or uh, whatever. I was doing what I was offered, you know, and um, sl- I just kind of decided to put on a show, and then the show became a festival. Like uh, I, <laughs> it was <laughs> like everybody was asking us to do it again and again each year, so we started to. Like the next year, instead of having three bands, we had we had nine bands, and the next year we had twenty-seven bands, and the next year we had fifty bands, and like last year we had a hundred. I think we had one hundred twenty-five bands last year in oh. four days. Man. So uh, yeah, so that kind of grew very very fast. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you try to wrangle one hundred and twenty bands. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's, it's a lot of work. I gotta tell you, it's a lot of work. Just just talking to everybody and knowing all these bands, like digging to find them and find the jewels and find the good twist to promote them. And yeah, hey, or... that, that's that's a lot of work, man. But um, it's worth it, you know. Yeah, have you ever mixed somebody up? I don't know, man. I think he, I think we made it. Uh, quite a 100% note right now. Oh, man. We're, we're good. Nice, nice. I think, I think we're good. So, but sometimes we're, we kind of, we're, we, the, the more we grow, the more, the more sponsors we have. And they each decide, like, one artist or another. Sometimes that becomes very, very, uh, very weird to, to follow. You know, it's kind of hard because sometimes they switch bands like one or two times and we like like the logo of that sponsor must go on that specific band and oh finally it's on the other one and like we already did the promo and then we got to switch it up so, so sometimes it's really hard to follow, to follow but um, as far as the, the the band's names or the bands like the, the schedule of the band or something we never had that problem yet but I, yeah. I I insist on the yet though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Tous les chemins qu'elle arpente 
this year is going to be different because of covid but um is it much different planning an online festival than it is just just a regular festival well it's really really different like a lot of things are the same uh for example uh, digging for bands is the same uh promoting it uh well i would say it's some part of it is the same but um you got to explain what you're doing you know it's not, it's not, um, it's so new what we're doing right now. 
mm-hmm. like we we've created um we have streaming platforms but we also like uh, since we have a, a conference going on at the same time as the festival for the public like the the, the, the public experience is kind of simple to follow and to put on because um it's more of a tv show actually it's kind of if we almost like creating a mtv3 you know yeah it's yeah. a it's a new new music uh, new live music tv for a week you know that's the promote that you just gotta explain that you're gonna have to plug in on one link and listen to it all week long but that that's the simple part the the the, the other part is that since you're doing um shows that are broadcasted throughout the web, uh, instead of putting on a simple show, it's considered by the law as a, as a TV show. So it's not the same contracts, it's not the same rights. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta pay rights to the rights owners in a different way than you do it when you put on a show. So that, that was a tricky part actually, just to, to find out what we should do to be to, to do the right thing, since nobody did it prior to like before, you have to to, to start from scratch. So that was the the hardest part this year, and we are also had to convert ourselves as uh, instead of being great shows producers, we became shows producers that also are TV producers. So we have two, three more themes. Like we have a team for the, the, the broadcast. We have a team for the, the, the filming uh, with the, like the, the producers, the art, di- the, the art directors. Yeah, basically we, we had to put on a whole new team that wasn't there prior to that specific edition. So, so that's, that was the, the, the difference for, uh, for us in the, in the production. Also for the, the experience, like, what's cool about the, the, the actually is that you get to connect with artists and the, all our scene, all the indie scene that comes to network, uh, like, the, the, the key is the, the connection, you know? And we had to, to focus on that connection, so we worked like crazy to, to find out ways that we could maintain that connection even though we were behind a screen. So uh, what we did to keep that alive in our festival, actually, is that we, we put on shows that were incredibly odder. Like, they, they, they are, like, the shows are visually insane, you know. We, we put on, we, we did everything we could to have the greatest show for your eyes and your ears. Um, and also, um, you, you can chat on under uh, the... the, the the streams when you're in the public, and if you're the, in a, the the pro uh, version of it, as a uh, like more there for the kind of the, the networking, we we created kind of a a private Facebook sort of, so it's a it's a online um, festival virtual community, and you can chat with everybody, uh, video conferences uh, with with everybody. Uh, so, that, so that's very, very interactive. And, um, we also build, um, worlds in virtual reality. 
<laughs> where you you can you can be you transform yourself as an avatar and like we we project the shows in the in the virtual world so you can like the the, the closer of the stage you are the more you you hear it the the far the more far you are the the less you hear it and you can you can hop around with your friends and just chat with your friends uh, far from the stage and if you want to listen to the show you just move closer to the stage with your friends and scream to each other like you would in a real festival yo man it, so, it seems like you have thought of everything and like beyond like you could be an <laughs> avatar <laughs> yeah you can be like honestly that that's totally crazy that that part of the festival that's our that's where we're we're the proud proudest of the that's the proudest feature for us you know yeah, like the, uh, because, the next closest um, thing is to actually the, be there. So you've just like taken it down just a little bit. Yeah, exactly. It, it really feels like you're there. It's not perfect, you know, because it's impossible to be perfect right now with the technology we are in in hand. We, like I said, we work like crazy and tr- find a way that actually works. And that what's cool about that is that your your face actually is uh like it it takes your camera uh, from your computer and it it applies it on on your avatar so it's your video it's your face in video and you're you're just like walking in that in created worlds that doesn't exist but where we put on the shows and you can go with your you can go and network with all the other professionals and the the conference and watch shows with people like you do in the in a real venue or a real festival yeah wow that's that's great you guys literally dotted your i's and crossed your t's (laughs) (laughs) yeah sometimes we feel like we're star trek or something like that you know like what what why why are we doing this like we, we were putting on shows a year like last year Twelve months ago, it was so simple. We were drinking beers in a bar and putting on shows, and now we're building incredible worlds in virtual worlds that every everything is possible. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know what? I bet you, if future you went back in time and told you what was happening, you'd be like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would like. I would be like, man. I don't want to do that. What's that? <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? It's so like we we went so far this year creating the festival that to make uh, the professionals to to make them understand where what they can do with the the platforms that we've built, we needed to 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 create to create how to videos, you know, like tut- tutorials or. We we needed to explain to to people how to to live the festival because it's like never nobody ever did it before. So yeah, exactly. And I think the <laughs> the the reality is is I think it's um you're not actually at the festival. You know, it has to be online, and that's that's the harsh reality. But I think what you guys are doing is you're giving the next best option from everything that you've said so far. It, there's Everyone should be going. 
I think so. And what's cool about that, though, like uh, th this year we, instead of being depressed and like saying, "I'll screw that," we're not gonna do that festival because we, because we only believe in live music and the real venues and everything. But instead, we think outside the box, and we were like our chance to actually create the bridges that we want to create. So that's like, for example, we we talk to each other. We're we're from a notion to another, you know. Uh, we have a bunch of uh, French and Belgium and and Spanish and like Spain. Everybody like we have a we have panels with Asia, we have panels with Africa, we have bands from from France and Belgium, we have bands from elsewhere in Canada. Probably those people would be there wouldn't be there normally. And probably they would not be in the, the networking areas neither. So this year is going to be a huge, a huge opportunity for us to actually really create bridges and talk to people that would not have been possible to see this year. E either way, if we had, if we were in a the presential version of the festival, we wouldn't have been able to, to have these people in our festival this year. So. For example, some like a music programmer from one of the greatest festivals in Taiwan just took his badge like an hour ago, and I was like, "Man, that's crazy!" Like this guy normally books festivals for two hundred thousand people, and now he's gonna he's gonna watch bands that like up and coming bands from Canada in our platform. That's that's crazy. That's yeah, man, that's huge. Yeah, and it it creates such a unique thing like something that you might not get in real life yeah exactly actually we even think that we might never be able to go back after that you know <laughs> yeah. like, pro probably we're gonna <laughs> not <laughs> uh, what i mean is that we're gonna probably have to keep a virtual version of the festival after this year just because we did it once some people elsewhere is gonna want are gonna want to to access that experience so probably we're gonna build two festivals instead of one in the next years yeah i i think like stuff like uh like zoom and uh and skype people are are finding new ways to use it like and then you have uh this new version of of your festival like a virtual one and it kind of opens up so when things do get back to normal you know there'll be the people coming out to see the show but maybe someone who couldn't get out like maybe they have health problems or or something like that someone who might not be able to get to the show there's a version for them now yeah and that's cool man i think uh, i think it's gonna gonna open up a lot of opportunities for the bands and for the different communities uh, like the different promoters and the different indie scenes around the world to actually use like i was saying earlier create bridges and probably um get get stronger after that yeah that's uh yeah i think it's a it's a great time weirdly it's a it's a great time for the the indie scene yeah it's like the most positive negative thing <laughs> yeah exactly i think we're gonna build we're gonna start something that will flourish in a few years but I think it's the beginning of something, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree with that. 
you've been doing, you've been putting on this festival for about seven years now. So I'm sure you have some stories about shows. Could you tell us, you don't have to name names or anything, but could you tell us uh, maybe the best show that you've ever booked and on the flop of that, the worst? Without naming the band. Well, I mean, you can uh, if you want. Well, I remember seeing one show last year where I got goosebumps, so I think it's a great time. We had a show with a band called Fudge, F-U-U-D-G-E, and uh, with uh, also Danny Placard, a French folk rock singer here in Quebec. Mm-hmm. And both bands just got... Uh, new albums, like the, the the albums were freshly out or were just coming out like a week after. And the venue uh, called Lancier in Quebec was full jam-packed. And like people were were headbanging. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the, the vibe was was crazy, man. And, uh, and those bands, like Fudge is like stoner grunge, noisy psychedelic band and the other one is more of a folk psychedelic artist and the, the like the psi the psi feel of the show was incredible <laughs> you know <laughs> I, we, we felt the energy in the air and um, that I, I it was special that show was very uh, it was magic in that show and the worst <laughs> The worst. Well, I I would not say the worst, but the weirdest though. I like the 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 weirdest feeling I got in my in my years at the cuff is actually one of is the only time my my real band played at the festival, and um, we played uh, in 2016, I think, or 17, 2017, so four years ago, and that particular evening. It was so eclectic, man. We had Adam Kreeft, that is uh, one of the guys from Broken Social, Broken Social Scene, if I remember well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he was playing, like, he was playing first, and it was folk rock, like indie folk, quiet music. It's not, like, it was smooth. Then we, we entered on the stage, it was total hardcore, like, stoner, grunge, punk, hardcore our band was was um, something like Cancer Bass or something like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, like the vibe wasn't fit, wasn't a good fit at all. <laughs> and then w- one of the greatest band of the the festival uh, was Qualité Motel, and it's uh, it's a, an electronic party funk band, you know, with with brass and <laughs> and the, the vibe was so weird because like the. The three, the, the three kind of music wasn't doing to get, wasn't going together at all, and the the, the crowd was so weird because like nobody looked like normally when my band plays, you know, you know the punk scene, it's uh, like people in in black, dressed in black with the hoodies and like beanies and just trashing around, yeah. and we were we, we had those. Uh, those uh, hipsters on the other side, and the and the the, the 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 tech electronic guys on the other side too. So, like the crowd was so weird. Like people that we felt that 
people didn't knew how to react. <laughs> and <laughs> I remember telling, saying to myself, well, well, maybe not do that again. You know, that's too, <laughs> like yeah. people, people might, might be open minded, but not that open minded. So, <laughs> well, I remember playing a band, a show with my band. Uh, well, this is far away. I think it's in 2006 or something like that. We were playing in Sherbrooke. Um, I, I don't remember what happened that that day, specific day, but I remember there was a, a problem, like a flood or something like that. But we, th there was one person in the venue, and we were touring with three great bands from Europe, and like we were expecting a lot of people, but only one person showed up. <laughs> oh man! And and um, we, I remember. We were we all played all the, the our complete sets and we did everything like we played like there were three thousand people there, but only for that person. And we were like at the end we just installed our our drum sets and everything on the floor and just jammed with the with the guy, you know. And for that dude, that was the greatest day of his life. That was. <laughs> Very intimate show for that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. <laughs> You've booked seven years worth of this festival. You've toured in your own band. What do you think the motivation is to keep going and to keep creating and to put on these festivals? Because, as you know, it's a, it's a tough road. And like stuff like the the pandemic, that could have been an easy, you know, that could have stopped everything. So, what do you think is the motivation to keep you going? I think uh, it must be your reason to live. Actually, <laughs> um, honestly, I just can't live without that. I just can't be an artist. I I've tried when I was a teenager, and uh, it made my life miserable. And then I did my my come my. my um, I, I came out of the closet and told my parents that I would be an artist and that it couldn't be anything else. And uh, after that, uh, it was uh, it was a it was a hard road. But you know, if you feel that you must do that, you you just can't stop. Like if you're a, a dude and you feel you're a guy, you just can't be anything else than a guy. If you're a homosexual, you're gonna be homosexual, and that's. That's okay, and that and I, my my, me, I was an artist, and I had to to be that artist. <laughs> you know, I just couldn't change that. Uh, I just couldn't do anything else. Uh, I had to do that. I just uh, it caught me when I was a kid, and I don't know where it came from. I need to express myself. I need to prove points. I need to give space for arts and. Like I need liberty, and what's that's what we're cre creating right now. Keeps me going on and on and on. You just can't fake it. The ones that do uh, fizzle out pretty quick. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's what keeps me going. I, I I love seeing people like connecting with other people. The bands connecting, with, like the the band members connecting within each other with the public. The public being crazy about a band or just having fun like this creating that is kind of a drug you, you just don't want to stop since i started touring i knew that would be my life you know
Mieux juste le temps qui fait son nid sous nos paupières Je vais aller boire la lumière de nos yeux boréales que seul Pour être plus que seul